Praise the name of Jesus. We greet you in the precious, miraculous, exalted name of our Christ. Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, died for our sins, was buried, rose again with all power in his hands. We say good evening to you as we enter our Bible study. And last time we were together, we talked about the infinite, amen, the infinite wisdom, chapter 1 of Ephesians, will of God. That the Godhead all played a part in our redemption. The Godhead played a part in our predestination, our being chosen, our election. That the Godhead, God the Father, amen, verses 3 through 6 did certain things. God the Son, 7 did certain things. God the Holy Spirit did certain things in chapter 1. And we see the infinite wisdom of God, the bolema and thulema. That is, one is inclusive of man, the other one is God's secret will. And because God is infinite, meaning he has no beginning, no ending, meaning that he is all self-serving, he's self-purposeful, amen, everything depends on him, but he depends on nothing. He is the Godhead, God the Father, the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and we see that infinite wisdom of Almighty God in chapter one that had a lot to do with our calling and 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 our election and us being seated in the heavenlies, Amen. In Christ, the word "in," the preposition "in" denotes that we are in Him, we are safe in Him, we are sound in Him, we are secure in Him, Amen. And and. Um, so we dealt with the infinite wisdom of God, chapter 1, and then we moved to the infusion, chapter 1 and 2. Chapter 2, infusion of what? Infusion of God in our lives. Let me stop, pause, and part, because many people say they're saved, but they show no fruit. They show no indication that God has entered their lives. I want to say this, that the infusion of Jesus Christ in our lives, the infusion of the Holy Spirit dictates that changes are made. We are being transformed through the power of the Holy Spirit. So Paul says in chapter 2 of Ephesians, this great book of Paul, he says, and you, you being understood as everyone that's saved, and you who were dead, remember that, amen, and we were walking zombies, we were walking, we were living, but we were dead spiritually. And you who were dead in trespasses and sins, remember the differentiation of trespasses, amen, is overstepping our bounds, sins is missing the mark, and iniquity is rebellion. And you who were dead, disobedient, totally depraved, and you who were doomed to hell, hath he now quickened, this is the salvation of God through Christ, and made alive. So he infuses himself into our lives. And Paul goes on in the first 10 verses of chapter 2 to talk about processes of perfection, of maturing, of growth, that God begins to enter into the realm of our lives, our minds, our souls, our wills. And verse 10 says, and the word, Greek word poema, we are, listen, we are the trophies of God, that God is working in us to do of his good pleasure. 
that ultimately progressive sanctification means we grow in stages and God presents us as his trophies. That there's a change, there's a challenging, there's a time period of progressive sanctification. So we go from the, listen, the infinite wisdom to the infusion, amen, of God's uh, word, this word, once it enters us, this truth, once we are sanctified and we are growing, we are changing the way we think. We are repenting. We are turning things around through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so he deals with this matter of the infinite, the infusion, in chapter 2. And then we get to chapter 3 and chapter 4, and he moves to the influence. Lord, have mercy of our walk. Now, now, now let's slow up because in chapter 3, and I want you to turn it with me. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17 says, That Christ may dwell, live in your hearts by faith. Christ is living inside of us. We're in him, he's in us. Amen. By faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love, may be able, notice we're not even able until God performs this operation, that we may be able to, listen, to, amen, comprehend. We can't even comprehend the work of God until we are saved and growing in grace. Verse 17, comprehend with all saints what is, listen to this, the breath, the length, the depth, and the height, my God, that God fills every possible dimension when he is influencing us to live for him and to walk with him. What a God. And, 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 and in Ephesians 2.8, of course, it says, by grace, love we don't deserve, are you saved through faith, that faith is not yours. It's a gift of God, lest any man should boast. So really, we can't take credit for anything spiritually. God did it all. God called us. God elected us. God showed mercy. God chose us. God predestinated us. God redeemed us through Christ. His shed blood on the cross. God, amen, baptized us with the Holy Spirit. He dwells and lives on the inside. Amen. And so God did it all. And he gives us this new comprehension in chapter 3. And look at what verse 19 says. And to know the love of Christ. We, we oftentimes concentrate on how much we love Christ. So we say we love him. Jesus, if you love me, keep my commandments. But we don't concentrate on the love of Christ. He so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, God the Father, which passeth, listen to this, knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Lord, have mercy. God fills us with the fullness of God when we are submitted to him in salvation. 
And then verse 20, now unto him is this benediction that, amen. He says, now unto him that is able to do exceed. Look at the superlatives. Each one is a different level going up. To do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that is working, that worketh, Lord have mercy, that's the Holy Spirit, in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus thoroughly, amen, through all ages and without an amen. Now, I had to go back to chapter 3 because we're dealing with um, this matter of influence. This is how God has, in fact, listen, influenced us, influenced our wisdom, influenced our wills, influenced our walk through Jesus Christ. When you get saved, a miracle happens. God comes and lives on the inside. Amen. And he is able to put the old nature, the Adamic sinful nature, under his authority and give us the power, Lord have mercy, to live for him. What a God. What a salvation. Writing to the Hebrew said that the forefathers of old desired to look, Peter said it, desired to look into this salvation. They desired it, but they couldn't get it. Only the church, only those of us that have been baptized by the Holy Spirit, only those of us that are saved, born again, blood washed, blood bought, do we receive this great, incomprehensible salvation. What a God. And then Paul goes to chapter 4. We're still under the influence. I don't know about you, but I've been influenced by the Holy Spirit. I've been influenced by God. I'm influenced by his word. I'm influenced by his truth. And even during this pandemic, even during this uh, contagious virus, I'm influenced to be still and know that he's God. I'm influenced that God is in control. I'm influenced that God cannot make a mistake. I'm influenced that God protects the elect. I'm influenced that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm influenced that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a stand against it. I am influenced by God. Say the right thing, do the right thing, be the right person. Influence. And so Paul gets to chapter 4 and says, therefore, that preposition, that connection, that sort of uh, therefore, as a result of all that God has done with this incomprehensible infusion and influence and infinite wisdom, therefore, with position comes a responsibility. With privilege comes responsibility. Therefore, he says, the prisoner of the Lord. What a statement. Paul is saying, I'm a self-made slave and I'm a self-made prisoner. Because of what Jesus has done, I bow down to him, and I make myself his slave. I make myself his prisoner. I make myself his servant. Therefore, as the prisoner of the Lord, listen to this, we see a sense of humility. I beseech 
you that you walk, that's live, you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. There is a design of this calling. There is a diligence of this calling. There's a determination with this calling. There's a lifestyle with this calling. There's a thinking pattern with this calling. He says the vocation wherewith you're called, listen, that with all lowliness, we're called to stay low, stay humble. With all meekness, power under control. Look what Paul says in verse 2 of chapter 4. With long suffering, being able to suffer long, and yet be kind with forbearing one another, putting up with one another in love, endeavoring, that Greek participle, I-N-G, endeavoring means even if it costs you pain, keep the unity of the Spirit. And many times to keep peace, we have to suffer. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace, and then he says, there's one body and one spirit, even as you're called to one hope of your calling. Notice the emphasis on one. God is one in three persons. One essence manifesting itself through three persons. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. In Genesis 1:26, let us, plurality, make man in our image. Isaiah 6.1, who will go for us? He wasn't talking to the angels, talking to the Godhead, us. There is a trinity, a triunity of Almighty God. So what Paul does with this influence, because of the infusion, because of the infinite wisdom and will of God, we are being led into victory. What a God. We praise him for who he is. We thank him for what he's done. We see ourselves as prisoners, self-made prisoners, self-made servants, amen, at his beck and call to glorify his holy and everlasting name. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the lordship of Jesus. Thank you for the work of the ministry that you have done in our lives. Thank you for your operation. Thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing even right now progressively. We are being made in your image. Give us strength and power. Help us to live lives of victory even in the midst of this pandemic. We have the victory in Christ. Keep us safe. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We love you.